Welcome to Irish Slingers, guys. Episode 7. It's been far too long. Uh, been a big week of darts. Had the Players' Championships. That's been run and won. Snagbite Peter Wright. Um, the World Championship draw is out. Uh, Damon Hedder had a good run at the Players' Championships. Got some listener request topics that we're going to get through next episode. It's all happening. Just... It's crazy time of the year, crazy time of the year. So I just needed to take a couple of days to settle myself and get ready. But um, I'm so excited. We've got two massive guests, the biggest name in Australian darts at the moment. It's Ray the Guru Smith and Kai the Prodigy Smith, the father-son duo. I've got to do my research properly, but I'm pretty sure it's the first father-son duo at the Worlds. Kai making his debut. Ray's played there two or three times. He's also played at Lakeside, which is the BDO's version of the World Championships. Ray's also played in the World Series a few times, taking a couple of big scalps there. So super exciting. All right. Welcome, guys. Ray and Kai Smith with us. How are you? Good. Yourself? Not too bad. Very good. That's the way. How are the darts coming out? Uh, at the moment, really good. That's the way. I'm not having any problems on my end. Excellent. That's what I like to hear. Now, we'll go back to the last weekend in October. Geez, that would have been exciting. I spoke about it on my first episode, but how was that for you guys? Uh, yeah, the the Saturday was really, really exciting. Um, it's kind of sort of a coming-of-age moment for Kai, but uh, quickly replaced by by nerves and, and concern, I suppose. Um, you know, we weren't sure about the whole COVID scenario and, and all that sort of stuff. So, But at the same time, I didn't want him to miss the opportunity. Um, so, yeah, we're trying frantically to, to make sure that he had the opportunity to go. Um, yeah, but, uh, yeah, there was a few concerning moments, that's for sure. Yeah, fair enough. Did that go away as soon as you'd made it through as well or still pretty concerned by the next day? Uh yeah, it was probably about a week or, or so after the event. Uh, things kind of sort of worked out. Uh, obviously, qualifying is one thing, getting the leave from work and and all that sort of things. The other, so um, yeah, it was a uh, it was a nervous time for 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 a few days there, but all come good. Excellent. So the Oceanic Masters, that's one of Australia's big ones. Um, be awesome to win that, wouldn't it, Kai? It's a few good names that have come through and won that one. <laughs> Got the trophy in front of me now. I'm just keep looking at the players that have won it and the caliber. Nice, nice. Um, were you thinking at any time through that that you're you're a chance to make it to the worlds, or was it all about that tournament at that time? Um, I wasn't plan like expecting to win it, but when I got to that final after I played Rob Modra, I'm like, I feel good. I have a feeling I'll take this out, regardless if it was Dad or Bailey. Yep. Yeah. Nice. Excellent. Um. So the next day, Ray, you've gone on and won the the satellite tour, and I think the Queensland Festival of Darts you had a win in that as well. Yeah, yeah, the um, Queensland Queensland Festival of Darts was, was fantastic. But, uh, yeah, it was a nice four day event to try and promote darts in Queensland, and uh, yeah. yeah, I think between myself and Jeremy Fag, we put on a, a an exhibition there at, at uh, points. I did see, from what I could see, some of the stats were pretty good. I think you had 110 average in one match and high 90s in the others. So you must be in pretty good form. Yeah. Um, 
Yeah, I'm not sure what, what sort of um, panned out there, but uh, I think I averaged close to, to 95 over all four days. Um, and, and it wasn't um, wasn't many low games in there, so the form was, was pretty good, but more pleasing, it was consistent. That's so. the way. So do you still get a bit nervous on the big stage? Like you had that big win over uh, Michael Smith a couple of years ago and you've won plenty of the big ones over here in Australia. Um, yeah, do you still get nervous before? Um, not really. Uh, it's kind of sort of an odd, uh, an oddity for me. Um, yeah, stage, I've never really done the best work up there, but I've, I've never had that nervous energy going out there. I think, um, yeah, I, I think the only time I ever had it was against Ray Van Barneville in, um, in Vienna, but even yeah. then that wasn't until mid-match. Yeah, yeah. But, uh, yeah. Okay. You've got to win over Phil Taylor as well, don't you? Big pun. You've got to win over Phil Taylor as well, don't you? Yeah, I won in Mackay. Yeah, the, uh, Pro Series um, semi-final, I think it was. Twenty eighteen, after I got back from Tassie. Yeah, pretty good year that one. Twenty eighteen, hmm. few big wins there. Um, so looking forward to the trip over. Um, how much are you guys practicing at the moment? <laughs> no. Um, yeah, that's probably <laughs> the most I've ever practiced. It's been, uh, I think we had that dartboard that's up there at the moment for about six months and it was, uh, it's had one turn. And uh, since the, the, the qualifying events, we, we've killed the board. So uh, <laughs> we've got, yeah, we're putting another one up uh, this weekend. So we'll see if we can kill that one. Yeah. That's but yeah, right. the practice is going really, really well. We're, um, yeah, we get a nice little groove together at the moment as well. So that's the way. Is there anything in particular you're working on? I know I'm trying to avoid 26s at the moment, but it's not working. <laughs> I uh, think that's going to be my one goal when I get on that stage: hit a 26 or avoid the 26. Avoid it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's double 13. I'll take double 13. <laughs> that's the way. Uh, yeah. It's just um, oh, at the moment, from our or my perspective, it's uh, working on combination shots and. Yeah, more discipline than anything. Yeah, yep, fair so, enough. But I'm doing my thing, Christ doing his. Yep, that's the way. Um, do you get much contact from the PDC at all? Do they help you out in any way, or is it all just get over here and get on stage? Uh, there's a lot that goes in behind it. So Graham Farnas has been uh, pre- pretty good, um, you know, giving us all the information and all that sort of stuff. Uh, we're waiting for a release at the moment that uh, about the changes to the COVID rules. Yep, but um, yeah, main, mainly the the DPA take care of all that stuff on behalf of the PDC. Yep, excellent, excellent. Um, so, have you seen the draw? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're relatively happy with that, besides the fact that you will be meeting off in a quarterfinal. Ah, uh, that's better than meeting first or th- first round. <laughs> no, it's a, it's a bit of a, a fun one. We. Um, yeah, I'll, I'll show you through a screenshot later uh, on the 5th of November. Um, the best mate, Craig, is messaged and he says, I had a dream last night that you played Jamie Hughes at Dally Pally. And I was like, oh, yeah, really? I don't even think Jamie's playing at the moment. <laughs> and uh, yeah, sure enough, the draw came out. I just uh, sent him a screenshot and we had a good laugh. Yeah, fair enough. Um, do you, so do you now look into your opponents much at all or are you just focusing on what you're doing? Nah. Well, at the end of the day, I can't control anything they do control what I do so that's all I'm focused on and trying to 
I hope Kai's doing the same thing. But. Um, have you ever considered going over there permanently? I follow a lot of the Aussie guys that are over there now. Um, is it a dream to get over there and compete week in, week out on the PDC? Oh, I think that's more of a Kai question. I'm getting a bit too old for that sort of nonsense. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I've thought about potentially going Q school this year and regardless of what happens, I'd be happy with just attending, but it's more in the air speculated at the moment. It's not yeah. a guaranteed thing. It's going to happen. It's not a not going to happen. It's yeah, in discussion. Yeah, fair yeah, there is a, there is a long term plan for Kai. Yeah, excellent, excellent. Um, do you give him much advice, Ray? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I share I share quite a bit. So, but um, at the same time, it's it's uh, at his pace. So I don't try to be too overbearing or or too forceful. You know, there's some things that um, I think he needs to learn and. Yeah, we, we can get quite animated about the, the discussions, but apart from that, it's, it's all, you know, as and when he needs it, we'll, we'll have a yarn on certain things. Yeah. Excellent. Excellent. Um, the counting. Do you guys understand counting? I can't get my head around it. How is that is on point with that at the moment, or are we going to see miscounts? No. Yeah. They did say our mullet is a calculator on stage, unfortunately. <laughs> one yeah. of those little cards that come with your darts that tell you how to check it out. <laughs> nah, I'm familiarised with my accounting, so I usually set, take a step back or just think. But kind of working on every different combination just in case I do have a unfortunate dart here and there. Yeah, I get that. I said we're working on combination shots at the moment, so you know, when, yeah, we can, I can challenge Kai on a few things and all that and try and get his game plan uh, intact. But my counting at the moment has been quite really quite good. So on that... Um, 121, 164, 170, it's about all you leave. <laughs> <laughs> uh, on, on the Sunday of that, uh, the qualifying event, um, I think my counting uh, ended up buying me one or two darts extra at the double and put me in, put myself in good spots. So Yeah, beautiful. Yeah, there's a lot of things that are going right at the moment. Excellent. Um, so your big fundraiser, that's going all right. Um, you've got the draw coming up on Sunday, is that right? Sun, um, Sunday at the latest. If we can knock out most of them Saturday when we go down to our local for a potluck pairs, might just do the draw there. But we'll definitely will be um, Friday, Saturday, Sunday at the latest. Yeah, fair enough. I'll get everyone around it and get a few more people involved and... Yeah, it's been really well supported so far, so it's it's been fantastic. It's definitely definitely lighting the load. Seven or eight hundred out of two thousand tickets and sold. Yeah, yeah, it's, um, yeah. We've just been stung another hundred and ninety-five dollars each uh, for the the testing before we go away. Oh, um, and yeah, the travel insurance has got to be upgraded now, and and all that sort yeah, of stuff. Okay. So yeah, there's a lot that goes into it. Yeah, I'll get a few more tickets. I've got my T-shirts coming. <laughs> um, so who who wins a bullseye shootout between you? <laughs> it's mine. <laughs> <laughs> Just ask what happened when we played last. Yeah, yeah. How'd that go? Got him covered. <laughs> yeah, seven into, seven into two now. Well done. <laughs> <laughs> 
Um, so I've seen a bit of you play, Ray. I've watched your games quite a bit the last couple of weeks, again and again and again, when I get bored. Kai, what's your go-to double so I know what to expect when I'm watching? Uh, that's been a bit interesting these last few weeks. I love double 20 without without a shadow of a doubt, but not been my strongest as of late. But I'm like, I'm hitting that one 10s and the 16-8 section at the moment pretty well. Yeah, fair enough. But I don't have yeah. a preferred double. I just have doubles I'd rather shoot at compared to others. Mm. But i got to be able to hit all of them at certain times. Yeah, excellent. All right, well, um, I appreciate you coming on, guys. Uh, good luck over there. I know I'm going to be sitting there watching live. Um, can't wait. So I hope you enjoy it. Um, when do you come back? Uh, I think we're uh, penciled in just before the end of the year, um, depending on what ha- what happens in the rounds and the pool stages and all that sort of stuff. But um, uh, we nominated to come home early just in case because um, if the COVID thing comes out, then the earlier we book, the earlier we are in the pool. So, yep. Yep. We're, uh, well, hopefully you don't have much um, sightseeing time and it's all practice and winning. Yeah, it would be, it'd be nice to get back on, on time when, when we uh, uh, when we are done in the tournament or hopefully with a, uh, another ticket for a trophy, but... Yeah, yep. All right. Well, thanks for that. Appreciate it. No worries. Thanks for having us. Thanks for having us on. Cheers, mate. All right. So the Players' Championship has been run and won. Um, P. Wright's come out on top. Now, the final was just electric. Um, Went down to the very last leg, so 11 to 10. It ended up being the final score. And not just the last leg shootout, um, Brian Searle, through 177 to leave himself 24 and Peter Wright was going to have to take out 62. Um, my early tip, Dimitri Vandenberg, was out in about the second or third round, so not a lot going right for me there. But um, all in all, it was pretty good tournament. There were some really good solid games in there. Um, nice little warm-up for quite a few. A couple of performances that people will want to put to the back of their mind, but not too many. Um and that's what I was getting at when I was t- in earlier episodes when I was talking about the PDC missing a trick. So you've got this tournament that shows up and you've got Ryan Searle, Brendan Dolan, Danny Noppert, and even Damon Hedder performing out of their skin. And um, you just don't get to see them too often the rest of the year. They're playing with a lot, like in all the Players' Championships events, all the Euro events and all that, and some of them get invited to the bigger tournaments, but not all of them. And it's just a shame because, yeah, Brendan Dolan's made it to the semi final. Ryan Searle's now right up there as number 16 or 17 in the world. And with a performance like that, there's no reason why he can't go far in every tournament he's in. So I would love to see, yeah, just mainly Grand Slam, probably Grand Prix as well, and match play just be extended out to 64 or even even 48 and just have a preliminary round to face two players face off to face the top 30 or whatever it is would be better. But we'll get, we'll deep dive further into that tournament, the players championships um, a bit later on, when, probably next week when we have a look at the top 10 and um, we'll have a look at how they performed and see how it went. But now on to the Aussie boys. Um, so Simon Whitlock, was out uh, first round. 
Um, but he pushed Ryan Searle all the way and he had match darts to win it. Didn't quite get there, so I went down 6-5. Um, and Ryan Searle went on, was one dart off winning the whole thing. So the uh, he wouldn't be happy with going out first round, but if that person then goes on to be the finalist and almost win it, one dart off winning it, um, it's not so bad. Um, he'll, he'll want better than that, and it's been a bit of bit of a rough old year for the Wizard, but um, he'll come back. He's looking okay in patches. So um, at the Worlds, he's drawn Clearmaker. I can't remember his first name. Um, or John Michael, so those two will play each other. And the winner plays Simon Whitlock. Um, he's in the f- same quarter as Ray and Kai Smith. Could meet Kai in the last 16, could meet Ray in the quarters. Um, James Wade and Dimitri Vandenberg are in that quarter as well. So that'll be that's a, the toughish part of it, I guess. Um, Simon Whitlock's got most of the others covered, so just the Smith boys, Dimitri and James Wade, are going to be his challenge coming through there, but the wizard, he'll turn it on. I guarantee you he'll do the Aussies proud. He's just on the big stage is where he shines now. So he's still right up there. Like he doesn't do much in all the players championships and all the rest of the events all year, but he's doing well enough to keep himself up there in the big tournaments. Cause that's where you win all your money and get all your rankings. So I think it was the last year's Grand Prix. He was a semi-finalist, did pretty well at the match play last year and the grand slam. Um, as I said, this year, a bit rougher, but um, he's ready to go, Simon. So watch out for the wizard, the beard to be feared, as he's known. Um, and then Damon Hedder, he was uh, made in the last 16, um, and he had Peter Wright, who wins it, 6-2 at one stage. So in very, very good form. Um, this is where, once again, that having more players in bigger tournaments. So Damon Hedder plays in a lot of the um, players' championship events. He's now ranked 32, uh, 31 in the world, so he's going to start qualifying for more and more events, but only being in mostly players' championship events where it's first to six, even the first two rounds of this were first to six. Um, that may hurt, may have hurt him in this regard. So if it was another race to six, like everything else, he's won 6-2 over Peter Wright. So... It was a very good performance. I think he went down 10-8. So a very, very good performance from Damon Hedder. And he's only getting stronger and stronger every month that goes on. So wouldn't be surprised if he's very soon knocking on the door of Simon Whitlock as the top-ranked Aussie player on the PDC, in the PDC. There's only one other at the moment. Um, hopefully we get a few more over there. And that's Gordon Mathers, who's just missed out think it was the final six of a qualifier that was just played on the weekend and he's gone down 6-3. I think it was 6-3, maybe maybe 6-4. And the three winners of those went on to qualify. So all they had to do was win that last one to qualify for the Worlds, but he's just missed out. So it would have been nice to have a fifth Aussie in there, but won't be long and then we've got them all there anyway. Um, big, big players in Australia playing very, very well at the moment. So exciting to see. Um, so he's drawn, Damon Hedder, that is, has drawn either Luke Woodhouse or James Wilson. Um, James Wilson's only just qualified himself. He's a very good player, James Wilson, but we'll see how he goes. Um, hasn't played well for a long time, a couple of years now, but a couple of years ago he was right up there in a lot of tournaments. And Luke Woodhouse I haven't seen a lot of. He's a pretty good young player. But I expect Damon Hedder to easily account for that. 
and move on. So his quarter has Peter Wright, Jose D'Souza, Nathan Aspinall, Danny Knopper, and Ryan Searle all in that quarter. So tricky, but nothing he can't get out of. Um, so I think, yeah, Heather's looking pretty good. That's a good good side of the draw to be on, I reckon. Um, but, yeah, let's watch out for Damon Hedder. He's going to do good, good things. Um, I like the way Danny Knoppert really looked at the Players' Championship. Once again, I'll keep saying it. We don't see enough of him. Um, even Brendan Dolan, don't see enough of him at the moment. He's making his way back up big time. Ryan Sewell, we're going to see a lot of it. Danny Noppet's finishing. Have a look at some of his finishing. Go on YouTube. He's elite. So I think he's from the Netherlands. So he's very soon going to be coming up with Michael Van Gerwen as top-rated Netherlands player, I reckon. Um, don't count him out. Never count him out. He'll do well. Um, hopefully not past Damon Hedder, but we'll see. Um. So one thing I've been working on this week, I was using my son as a guinea pig and I was working on his stance at the hockey. Um, he improved his average 10 points just by having five throws in the three main positions. So your foot straight on, i.e. Gary Anderson, completely side on, similar to Phil Taylor, or roughly 40 degrees with your feet, similar to Johnny Clayton. Um he tried all them. He had five throws in all the three main positions. And I just wanted him to be comfortable and feel his throw. And he improved at 10 points in just a matter of 15 minutes. Um, I think he ended up going with the 40-degree angle. He was just a bit more comfortable there. So have a look out for that. Um, get yourself comfortable. Figure out which one's for you. They all work. As I said, Gary Anderson... Phil Taylor and Johnny Clayton, all different stances and all elite players. So keep an eye on that. That's probably just about it for this week or this episode. Um, we'll do next Sunday maybe. We'll have a deep look at the top 10. Um, we already – not a deep look, sorry. We have already had a bit of a look at it before the Grand Slam. A little bit's changed, so we'll just roughly run over where they are in the draw, how they're going, and um, all that sort of stuff. We'll have a look at some of the draw to see what interesting games are coming up. Just a slight hint, um, Adrian Lewis and Gary Anderson could be a round two fixture. So look out. Um, Big Top 3 will be back next week, next Sunday. And we've got a couple of um, customer topics we're going to run through as well. That's, that's exciting. Not customer, listener. And I can't wait for that. We'll leave it there. Um, I'll chat to you next week. Sunday we'll do it. Um, we'll just have a bit of a chat, a bit of a beer, a bit of a chill. There's not many darts being played right this second. So we'll just have a look at a few things and just chat, which will be good to have a bit of a slower episode with so much happening. Chat to you then. Thank you.